0: the perfect song by the way welcome to the podcast after the broadcast like we said that's a that's a This is a great song. That's such a great song. We're here with Kip Watson. We're talking about sex Q&A. Kip Watson is a licensed professional counselor and supervisor and a sports psychology professional with two master's degrees and nearly 20 years of experience with athletes, coaches, families, and corporate teams. She is a certified high-performance coach and a former professional athlete and a mom of two teenagers. You can find her on Twitter at kipfet. We're having a continuation of sex Q&A. What do you want people to know, Kip?
1: I think, you know... A lot of the women particularly that I deal with um, and who are a lot of them are recovering from some sexual trauma or sexual abuse or sexual harassment is that that desire for sex is okay. It is absolutely okay it's and normal it's natural it is normal, but I think when you've had that type of experience, you then tend to be afraid of that desire or don't trust that desire yeah or how to express that desire where it feels like normal mm-hmm. if that makes sense
0: yeah I've never been sexually abused, thank god yeah. um and but for the women out there i feel so- i feel really feel for them because you know I've had a pretty um I've had a pretty. Uh, what do I want? Blessed say? life. In <laughs> I've that had way. a very blessed <laughs> sexual life. Yeah, um, yeah, I have. Um, well, I say that in in recent years. Um, although I think that I mean, sex is just such a. Uncomfortable subject for so many people to talk about. I mean, I'm thinking, okay, the first time I had sex. Can everybody here remember the first time they had sex?
1: Everybody does. Okay. Everybody remembers. And their so, first can time. you rate
0: it? The, uh, Aviana's here with us, and Lexi and Diamond. Does anybody want to rate it or, or give your comments? What it felt like, not felt like, but what it felt like, you know, emotionally or mentally. Or physically. <laughs> well,
1: you see, the the first time I did it was that date rape situation that I've talked oh, before gosh, on the show right. about. Oh gosh, that's right. Oh gosh. So that set in motion some beliefs about it. Yeah. And the fact that I didn't tell anyone uh-huh. for seven years. Wow. Right. It yeah. Set it set me up for difficulty. Yeah. Now, thank God, that's totally different and been mm-hmm. redeemed and recovered from that. But I think. Overall, a lot of women just don't have the same desire as their yeah. spouse, and that or in their... and of itself creates well, the... difficulty.
0: Yeah, and the first time I had sex, I was 17. It was with my boyfriend mm-hmm. um, that I was going with in high school, and we stayed together for several years. Um, and it was... I mean, I did it because I I felt like I'm supposed to do this. I I felt like pressure, like you're supposed to have sex by the time. But see where did that? See, where did that come, come from? I don't know. I think from my peers. Why because, did you suppose? Well I, I, well, I think it's because our best friends were having sex. They were another couple. Were they really? I think so. Pretty sure. Yeah, they were having sex. <laughs> see, I
1: think a lot of people at that age say they are, but maybe they're not. Well, I think they were
0: doing some heavy petting. <laughs>
1: And I think that does matter. Is that what you call it? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So the great Ed Wheat, Dr. Ed Wheat, who wrote the book Intended for Pleasure, says that on average, couples spend no more than an hour a week in lovemaking. Right? When we really kind of measure the time, it's really only about an hour. Wow. A wow. week in lovemaking. And, well, and that may equate to two or three times a week.
0: Do, do you think it's indicative of the, the quality of the relationship? Um, because I've had relationships where I spend an hour kissing before I have sex. You know? <laughs> that's a, that's a good relationship. Time. Yeah, that's
1: a, that's, that's, a, that's a long time. I, I think, you know, when it's a problem in a relationship... Um, People tend to see it as like 90% of the problem that's going on. And when it's really good, you actually realize how little (laughs) amount of time you spend on it. right? Yeah. Yeah. Even though you're doing it frequently, it really doesn't equate to that much time.
0: Well, and I'm thinking of some friends that I know, guy friends that I know that um, have always had troubles in relationships because they, they, they demand sex. Like it's almost like that's their addiction. They want sex every single day. And if their wife or their girlfriend doesn't put out, they're pissed. You know why do you get and, why do men get so angry about that? Yeah, why why do they? It's such it's not it's not really rejection. Why is there such a disconnect? Well,
1: but that's the way it feels to them. Yeah, uh, I think. Well, and if you're the, just
0: you know getting bent over and screwed for a couple of minutes, I mean we're on the podcast after the broadcast, so I can speak candidly like this, right? Yeah. I mean, unless you're in a in a passionate mood and you're really feeling it, I mean most women don't want to just be bent over uh, and used up like that, like they're a you know. A well, piece of meat?
1: Correct. And what it, what then, if that's the pattern that starts to happen, is it creates resentment, bitterness, distance between the two of you because you're not actually talking about it and working through a mutually agreed upon, like, how often is it going to be okay mm-hmm. for both of us? Yeah. And it's usually. You know, you both have to sort of sacrifice to get the mutual agreement,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. right?
1: It's not going to be, the, if the guy wants it every single day, that's more than likely not going to work for the woman, mm-hmm.
0: right? It's just well, not. Well, it's unrealistic. It is it's unrealistic. It's really, especially after you have children. But you got to talk about it. You can't you avoid that. You have top, to talk about it. Topic. So and what are some of the biggest mistakes that people make, Kip?
1: Well, not talking about it it is one of them, right? (laughs) That is probably the biggest
0: one. Yeah, and and I, you know, I mean, we all like a passionate sex. There's nothing sexier than a man that wants you so bad that, you know, he just, you know, just. And and I think, well, (laughs) the passion. Go ahead, Lexi's over there getting all excited.
2: What are you thinking? I just, I don't want to be too personal, but. Go ahead. I mean, okay, everyone knows I just had a baby, so. Right. I Mm -hmm. mean, your life. And your hormones and your sex life completely it's, changes, right? And, and your, your priorities right. change. The man, it doesn't, right? And so right. they don't really get it whenever it's not happening, like it right. used to. Yeah. And whenever they're in the mood and you're not in the mood, it's awkward. Yes, <laughs> and it can yeah. make tension. Yeah, and I feel bad. I do. I feel terrible because I definitely don't have the same. sex Give vibe. him what he needs to. I guess, needs release. or want, But should I she feel, feel like men bad? need a release and women don't really need Women that need a release, release
0: too, I think. We just get our release in different ways. Right. And, That's what I'm saying. I
2: connect with him more whenever we're like laying together, watching a movie and talking and right. enjoying each other's company and he feels most connected when we're doing it. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> it's just right. different
1: it is different and you have to recognize those differences and there will be times when the female needs to go ahead even though she doesn't want to and serve mm-hmm. her husband. oh i hate that word serve but it's mm-hmm. true you you have but usually what ends up happening is you get turned on as you do that right yeah. there yeah. will but be she times never
0: feel like it's an issue she should do it out of an act of love not that's as a serving. service but, but what is if-
1: serving that is not but what an if you're doing it because you feel that's guilty that's exactly like Lexi what that said. means that's exactly what that means. It is whenever I serve somebody, whether I'm doing a, you know, fixing their dinner or whether I'm doing the lawn or whether I'm making love, it's an act of service, an act of love. It's out of that love that mm. I'm going to do this for you, even though maybe I don't feel like it.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, mm. you still love the person. You might not just feel like having sex at the moment. But... Right.
1: Right. And, and I think, you know, Lexi, you're right. Right. you the female body goes through so much after giving a child and, and those hormone differences and the guy's not going through that, right? No. Nothing's mm-hmm. really changed for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so in that respect, he needs to understand that and give you that same sort of love and serve. Like, okay, we're not mm-hmm. like, I'm not, we're, I'm not going to, you know, yeah. going right. to, you know, ask for that right now. Right. And, yeah. and I'll take care of it myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, right? That's
0: what God gave him two hands for.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there is more of a physical tension that guys experience that women don't, right? right. There and, is. Oh yeah, for sure. Now, it, from what? Well, there there is more of a hormonal drive and and because of the testosterone. Yeah, and I think and I and I think that in this way, I think it's it's okay. Like, go take care of it yourself. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and nobody ever died, even a man, has never died from not having sex. No one's ever died from
0: not having sex. except <laughs> you know? so for so a man, you're actually I'm gonna sure be okay. some man out there has claimed that. I yeah. know some probably Why has, are men so connected to their penises? Like, seriously, Kev. Yeah. Hmm. It's, an, it's Is it their ego? Is their ego connected to their penis? It is associated with that, right? Sure. Why? What's know. the psychology say? What does Einstein say about it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll well, Google it. And I, why do women struggle so much with disconnection? Cuz it's why, like you hear about exactly. women who like never want to do it, never like don't like their mm-hmm. bodies. And I
1: and I was one of those like, women. Yeah. I was one of those women. Yeah. I I really thought there was something wrong with me and I couldn't I didn't feel sexy, didn't want to feel sexy, had no desire for it. Yeah. Um, and I had to work through that sexual trauma to realize the belief system and the lies that I had, that I had believed. And, and I
0: needed to change that. Well, and you went through a period where you gained um, a, a pretty substantial amount of weight. Do you sure. think that was connected to you making yourself? Because they say uh, that, that victims of possible. sexual abuse sometimes will intentionally gain weight or change the way they look Mine so they're less attractive.
1: Uh, yes, I think that was certainly part of it. Although I didn't stay that way for very long. Yeah. Um, just because I didn't like the way it felt. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hmm. Um, but pro I athlete. will say, say you've always, you know, I will say with the, the more fit you are, the more sexy you feel. <laughs> Absolutely right. The more fit you are, the more confident you feel, mm-hmm. and so therefore, the more sexy you feel. <laughs> yeah, it's connected <laughs> and, for sure. And I think that's a, I think that's a huge thing for women. Like, take care of your body, mm-hmm. like, and present. And you may not like me saying this, but I think you need to. Pre- men are visual. Present yourself in the best possible way.
0: No, I don't have a problem with that. Um, I love wear wear looking lingerie.
1: Sexy. Be fit. Eat healthy. Take care of your body, and you're gonna feel that
0: change. No, yourself. but you have to do it for you, though. You know, like I i, I agree, i'm a woman that likes I, to dress I sexy think, i like feeling sexy i right. love all that um but i do it because i do it for me well, you know what I i'm know, saying
1: like when i was dating um when i was dating don he loved see me in dresses so i would purposely wear a dress because mm-hmm. i knew he liked that yeah
0: and i don't think there's anything wrong you know with why that. men like dresses because easy <laughs> access <laughs> <laughs> why bam is that is it? it is that it I think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what's you the answer? Yeah, lift it up and go. And Diamond, you're quiet as a little mouse in there. Do you have anything that you want to add to this podcast after the broadcast? Do you oh, yeah. ever that feel you obligated see? to
1: have sex when you don't want to?
2: Um, I, You know, after being married for a little bit, I do know that sometimes you do have to, like... But maybe schedule sex to build back the mm-hmm. like the um, anticipation for it. If you guys go through a drought, we did that before, and then once we were scheduling it, after a while, it was like, okay, Tuesday's coming. Here we right. go. Right. Yeah. Well, I
0: will say yeah. that sex does. Tuesday be- sex day. Sex. Yeah. Sex begets more sex for sure. It really yeah. does. Yeah. Agree. Um, yeah. Yeah, So, but but I don't know about scheduling like that. For some reason, you know that with me, Kip, because I I'm know, such a free spirit. I don't like scheduling anything. I'm but such a Thursday 8.30 8, you know, be it's there. It's kind of like, funny. Oh, my God. Then you feel like you have to enter into some sort of act or something. Like, I don't know. It has, yeah. to, it has to happen
2: Sorry. naturally for me. Like, I have to go primp, and I have to go, you I'm know, the same way. I Ryan's ha- the total opposite. Yeah. Like last night I I got in the bath and we were going to, I was going to, I mean, it was our anniversary yesterday. Oh. So I was going to. Happy anniversary. Clean up and yeah. look nice. And yep. he walks in the bathroom and strips down and gets in the bathtub <laughs> with me when I'm like, hello, I was doing this for you, but it ended up being okay. We took a bath together. Yes. We mm. loved. It was nice, but it was like. I was trying to do something. I wanted to prepare. Yeah, I think of. that's what. That's, <laughs> you just okay, I'm through through the, the door. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, no, and I'm glad we're talking about
0: this because I, I think for all you guys out there listening that you don't understand that women like to primp. They yeah. do. They like, to, they like to work up to it, you know? And, and you
1: and, need to acknowledge her. Yeah. Like, say she looks beautiful. Yeah. Notice the haircut. Notice the new lingerie. Notice the new dress and say something. Yeah, yeah. That is so
0: important. Communication is so important. Yeah. And I I
1: think the other piece of communication with regard to sex is you've got to know what actually excites you and what pleases you. Mm -hmm. And you need to know that about your spouse, too. Like that needs to be a conversation that you have about what you like and what you don't like.
0: Yeah. You know, you were saying something during the broadcast about uh, you made a statement about um, about orgies that some title that you read. Yeah. Yeah. And what was it again? Orgies keep the marriage alive. Yeah, but a lot of men, that's why I asked that live during the show, and I said, you know, a lot of men that get bored expect you to bring another person into the bedroom, and that is such a bad idea on so many different levels. And I don't know why they think that that's like something that a woman would want first of all it's like you know it, clearly it... that man
2: who maybe proposed that to anyone if you ever ever gotten that proposed to you has a porn addiction or watches right. porn because right. that's sort sort of not fantasy. a natural thing that your your mentality should be when you're having sex yeah. with someone is but to
0: have someone else Right. and the fact that they are promoting that on Cosmopolitan though I think is very damaging to women to, to accept that as that's something that's well, normal and I when read it's not it actually
1: not too long ago in Gentleman's quarterly like um, really where they were talking about that it's now like a very common phenomenon and I'm like oh my I know. god it no. is that's we why I asked are and, going downhill and I as expected everyone
0: to raise their hand I'm serious that's yeah. what I expected and and I just it blows my mind it's terrible
1: and I think it's sickening that our you know, normal publications, so to speak, like that are promoting that kind of crap. Yep, I agree. It's destructive to our society. It's destructive it's to a marriage, distru- a relationship. Absolutely. And, and,
0: and in the end, the kids are the ones that get hurt.
1: Well, because people start to think, well, there must be something wrong with me if I'm right. not doing that. Well, well of well, course.
0: Bull! You know?
1: Don't believe that. No, Why? I
0: know. It's never, it, yeah, the person asking is the one that needs to say, hey, maybe something's wrong with me. You know, it's, it's just not cool. It's not normal.
1: I think it's normal to experiment and enjoy that passion mm-hmm. within your monogamous relationship.
0: I agree. You don't need to introduce somebody else into the equation. I agree. And it, it's been great having you back in studio with us, Kip Watson. You can find her on Twitter at kipfit, Fit. And uh, can't wait to record again. Yeah. Bye-bye, thanks. everyone. <laughs>